Hi and welcome. My name is Farah Amber, and you're listening to All the Cool Kids Are Vegan podcast. Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode on both of our podcasts with <laughs> Kindness with Amy and Far Vegan of All the Cool Kids Are Vegan. Um, so today's episode we're dedicating to World Vegan Day. So happy World Vegan Day, everyone, on the first of November. Very special day for us vegans. Um, and yeah, we want to dedicate this episode to celebrate veganism, what veganism is about, why we're vegan. Uh, we're going to go into our vegan journey stories and just saying all the reasons why to be vegan because it's just super logical <laughs> from our <laughs> perspective at least and um yeah so let's dive right in amy first of all thank you again for let's doing this episode together Pleasure, yes so exciting i don't think i've ever shared why i went vegan on a podcast before yeah um so that's why i'm very happy that we're doing this now because <laughs> yes. i actually told you i was like you've never shared it we i have know to tell people i know how you turn vegan but then i'm like oh does anyone really care yes um, we care <laughs> so amy please tell us uh what turned you vegan what inspired you to go vegan well for me um i uh went vegan about 20 years ago now Amazing. um yeah it was I feel like it's before it was cool. Like, it's kind of like when you watched Game of Thrones back in the day before everyone watched it, you know, those yeah. are the vibes. But um, no, in all seriousness, I uh, I, I was actually at like a, a potluck with some people and vegans, vegetarians, meat eaters, whatever. I was at this potluck and this lady said to me, why are you not vegan? And I was really like taken aback because I was like, usually people ask with some kind of judgment, why are you vegan? <laughs> not why you're not vegan right and no that, one really asked you that no yeah. one asked you that and that really like i was like shit um well i don't know we need meat to it's good for us it's natural but all the you know reasons yeah then um it's almost like a stroke of fate i saw a random pita video of like some dairy thing and i was like okay. oh my god this is actually what is this this is like terrible um, and then I thought maybe it's like an isolated case or something. And then I started looking more and more into it. And I started educating myself about animal agriculture and what we're doing. And uh, the more and more time I spent researching, I, like I read the China study, I watched nice. um, Earthlings, all this stuff. And it was just like a radical discovery for me. And I was like, I just can't in good conscience support hurting animals when I can choose not to. Wow. And it was that simple for me. I was like, I can, I, you know, if I was in survival situations, maybe it's a different conversation, but I'm not. And so if I have a choice, I can't justify um, hurting animals. So it was just an overnight decision for me. And certainly it's the best decision I've ever made for yeah. my health, um, for my well-being. And um, yeah, it's been fantastic. I've never had a health problem. Um, in fact, for me, I'm extremely lazy as an individual. So being vegan has been great in that way because I don't have to think about my nutrients and like uh, my weight and being an actor as well. I have to maintain some level of weight and being lazy as an actor is a huge issue because then you can get fat and skin and growth, uh, gross and all that. So it helps me to like maintain yeah, yeah, a healthy yeah. weight and all that stuff with doing minimal effort. So I nice. love that. Yeah. yeah. Reminds me a bit of like the link of between dairy and acne. So it's kind of like you don't even yes. have to worry about that because exactly. there's no dairy. Yeah. 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 Can so I, what about you? Why? Before, before we get into it, can I ask you were you eating like everything before that you were not a vegetarian or um so i've been kind of like 
uh, on off, like non-vegetarian uh, from my mum's side because my mum's actually Catholic. Mm. So my mum's side of the family would have a lot of mutton, a lot of like um, animal products. That was pretty normal to yeah. have that. Um, but my dad's side, which is ironically the Australian side, he was vegetarian. Mm. And so... I kind of ate vegetarian like with my dad and stuff, but then mum would sometimes give me meat and like things like that. Okay. Then at school, I had a lot of pressures around eating meat too. So because it was a Catholic school, so it was right. very normal to be eating meat and you're weird if you didn't eat meat. Mm. So yeah, um, I was kind of on and off. Uh, so the switch was actually quite easy for me when it came to meat. Like I didn't care so yeah. much, yeah, yeah, but yeah. dairy was something that was an adjustment. Yeah, but after watching all the documentaries and stuff, you were like, "This is the only way I want to be." Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching the documentaries, I'm like, I'm clear on it. Um, And it's not like I went vegan because I don't like the taste of meat. I don't like the taste of dairy. I love the taste of all those things. Yeah. So I love that there's now alternatives out there um, that don't harm animals. So when I do have that hankering for, um, you know, some cheese, or I have a hankering for, uh, you know, meat like a a patty or something, I can have those things. Hundred percent. You know, and so many people will say like, oh, but why do you want the fake thing? And I'm like, well, then why do women use dildos? (laughs) Facts. You know, exactly. No broken hearts involved. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. If we can eat the exact same thing with the exact same taste without harming others, exactly. That's the way to go. Exactly. Awesome. So what about you? Yeah. Tell me about your vegan journey. So I've been vegan now for three years. Okay. Uh, my vegan anniversary is in August, from August 2020. Wow. So I turned vegan. Mm. Uh, my brother, he was vegan before me for a year. Um, I kind of didn't understand why he was vegan. Like, I thought it was just a diet right. trend or something. And right. I didn't understand the ethical perspective at all, uh, which is pretty interesting to recognize that cognitive dissonance that I had then. Like, I can recognize it now when I look at how I was mm. towards him being mm. vegan. Um but we were all living together in quarantine uh, and we had a lot of plant-based dinners for right. my brother. So I was accidentally plant-based, like I was uh, eating most just vegan food, actually. Um, so my body was really adjusting to plant-based diet. And then I remember one moment I ordered an outside dish, like I ordered food and it was a dairy heavy dish. And because my body was already adjusting to like no dairy, no meat, no animal products, um, I felt so like, I felt so nauseous after eating that. Like I wanted really? to throw up, wow. literally. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I, I never want to eat something that makes my body feel this way ever again. So this one was like, I want to cut out all animal products as well. And it's only then when I cut out the animal products that I actually realized what happens to animals in the industry. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I exposed myself to it pre, like while I was still eating right. animal products. Right. So it took me like cutting out all my all the animal products to look into what it is that happens to animals. That's when I watched videos on the dairy industry and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's when I became really passionate about it. And I was like, whoa, like this is like information has been hidden from me. And like now I'm finally finding out about what it is that happens to animals. And then these products are not worth all that suffering that they go through. Yeah. So that's when I was like, I... I, so I turned uh, plant-based for health and then I became vegan for the animals after that. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm, ha- I'm happy that that happened, but I'm sad mm. that it didn't like click immediately. Yeah. Like it does for some people. They watch Dominion uh, and they change overnight. Yeah. But um, 
it was a gradual process for me, basically. Yeah. It's a different journey for everyone. 100%, I guess. yeah. So, and anything is better than nothing. So yeah, yeah. It's gradual, that's awesome. I'm just happy that it led me here, at least health led me here. And it did, like, have, I had a lot of positive health um, yeah. benefits for sure, mm. because I was already vegetarian for six months as, like, a New Year's resolution by that time. Yeah. Um, but then quitting dairy was big for me. Like, I never realized how heavy dairy impacted my body. Yeah. Like, I, when I was in college, I used to, I studied in Paris where there's a lot of cheese and mozzarella and everything like um, there's just so much milk everywhere in Paris so I remember that I would go to college and I would like be really tired I had a lot of like I was sick often and I was eating a lot of yogurt and dairy in general so quitting dairy was the best for me like my fitness went up like I just I'm never tired anymore like I uh, used to get migraines I never get migraines anymore and it's only realizing now it's wild yeah it's like realizing now that I don't get them anymore like um, because I obviously forgot what it's like to have one yeah and it's like um, you forget then that you used to get them often it's funny now wow yeah so there was a lot of health benefits but obviously being for the animals now a thousand percent which is so funny because most of the times people assume that you get weak by it, being vegan i know it's like no dude i've got way more energy now because i'm eating all the time yeah. like the digestive system is like yeah, at it and so you're eating more you're getting more energy you are. and you're not eating food that's like weighing you down and making you sluggish <clears throat> like your body's yep. actually performing better that's what my brother said the same thing how usually sometimes you know after a heavy meal you feel like you want to sleep and lay down like when you're eating animal yes. products but after like even a heavy vegan meal like you can get up and go for a run or whatever exactly. <laughs> you know it's exactly. really amazing yeah yeah so health definitely a lot of benefits but um doing it for the animals like now i'm like super like i've really exposed myself to all areas of the animal agricultural industry right. what are the, all the practices that they do to animals and it's just so something out of a nightmare so that's Absolutely. why i'm so passionate about it today and spreading it Absolutely. online and stuff so let's break down yes i mean you and me as um plant-based content creators podcasters we hear it all yeah when it comes to arguments against veganism 100%. and um, i think it's really important that we address those arguments and especially celebrating world vegan day yeah. break it down into what are the key things that people have against veganism and i think the easiest way for us to break it down is to uh like topics. do it in animals environment and health yeah Um, So I'd really like to share with our audience what are the core reasons for being vegan, starting with the animals. If we look at it from an ethical perspective, it's merely a matter of minimizing harm. If we have the option to not hurt an animal versus hurt an animal, why would we choose the option that hurts the animal? Yeah, I mean, familiarity bias is something that's deeply embedded in our psyche. Like, for example, culturally in China, it's so normal to boil dogs alive. And in some places, it's normal to cut the genitals off women. I mean, technically, you would say this is their personal choice. Mm. But does that make it correct? Now, the answers may differ based on someone's familiarity bias. Yeah, exactly. So the logic is very simple. If we do not need to hurt animals for our survival, um, then how can we justify hurting them? Um, can Can we justify hurting them ethically? Yeah, I mean... All right, for example, if you wouldn't hurt your dog, why would you then hurt a pig when you simply don't have to? Exactly. It's that simple. Okay, so moving on to health. I feel like we've covered animals like that, like from an ethical perspective, that's like how simple it is when it comes to um, animals. So moving on to health. 
there's a lot of misconceptions when it comes to 100%. health. Yeah. People say that veganism is not healthy. People get weak. It's not good. There's not enough protein, plants, this, whatever, whatever. But ultimately, according to the British and American Dietetics Association, a vegan diet, a well-planned vegan diet is perfect for people at any stage of life. You're exactly right this, that there, there's such a misconception about these animal products and actually consuming animal products has been linked to so many health diseases like mm. there's obesity, cardiovascular disease, um, cancer even, Absolutely. you know, and in fact there's actually uh, research that says that vegan di- people who consume a vegan diet actually yeah. take 58% less medication than 58% people who don't. 58% less? Isn't that insane? That's crazy. I mean, you and I barely get sick, to be honest. So like, <laughs> yeah, it shows exactly a lot. Right. Yeah. yeah. So according to Dr. William Castelli, who did the largest study on heart disease in the world, and this really? is the longest running clinical study that's ever been done on heart disease. Basically, he said that if Americans adopted a vegetarian diet, heart disease would disappear. Wow. He also said that Americans have been brainwashed to eat meat. They really have. Yeah. Really I mean, I think everyone's been brainwashed to eat meat, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that comment really is applicable to yeah. everywhere. Especially if it can solve your health issues. It's like diet is the main thing to look at when you yeah. have health issues. Yeah. When you really think about it, it's like even when we look at um, back in the day, when we were cavemen, yeah. even then, it's not like we were eating high amounts of meat That's like we are true. today. Like yeah. we were scavenging to survive. Like it yeah. was like small amounts of protein. Like even if um, we were to, uh, the men hunted an animal, that animal would last like forever yeah. because you'd be eating small, small amounts. Yeah. And the rest would be foraging for berries and whatever else you can find to nourish yourself. So I find it fascinating that you know in in this modern day and age we're actually advocating having so much meat and dairy when actually it was never part of our diet to begin with in fact we are closer to being herbivores biologically than omnivores if we really look at um the data so yeah yeah, there's a lot of misconceptions around the health aspect yeah because we never used to eat this much meat and we're eating meat like people are eating meat like three times a day even sometimes it's really insane and actually if we look at the data so the who actually states Mm. that processed meat is actually carcinogenic to humans oh wow and and if you look at like a documentary like the game changers which shows you that all these top athletes who are not only surviving but they're thriving on a plant-based diet um, and what you said about looking at the past, like if you look actually at the gladiators, the Roman gladiators, they actually consumed a plant-based diet. That's crazy. That's I, I remember like, that from Game Changers. Yeah. That they were on a plant-based diet. I mean, Sexy those were like the strongest fighters exactly. uh, have recognized the need to be able to be at your optimum performance right that you should be having a clean whole foods diet so i think that really there that you go miscon- I mean, that um, break- <laughs> debunks the misconception that you know a vegan diet isn't healthy for you yeah, yeah. done more Next. than healthy for you <laughs> exactly so moving on then to another really important topic the environment which mm. people are not realizing that we are currently eating ourselves to extinction literally and (laughs) the only way to save the planet is to actually go plant-based because if we look at the data today we can see that animal agriculture is actually a major contributor to climate change greenhouse gas emissions species extinction and land and water degradation yeah i mean in fact a vegan reduces their carbon footprint by 75 percent that's not a joke 
like that's, that's crazy. A huge it's not like five percent or twenty yeah, percent yeah, it's like 75 yeah. percent of a reduction in your carbon footprint yeah that's astronomical it's amazing like i feel like a lot of people who care for the environment you pretty much have to go vegan because i think if you're a climate change yeah. activist you cannot be consuming meat hello yeah <laughs> um yeah and then uh wasn't there a fact about the vegan pot the beef patty and the amount that, of water um th that Having one beef patty yeah. is the equivalent to showering for two months. Wow. I mean, that what? Is, can people, like, imagine showering for two months? Like, people actually take short showers for the environment, and then they, they, then they go to eat, like, a beef patty, like, at McDonald's. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. So, moving on to how important it is for our world to shift to a plant-based diet, not only for the environment, but also for people. Yeah. So, there's actually, we, veganism can actually solve world hunger, which is, like, a huge fact. Um, because currently, 345 million people are starving. Oh, wow. And we can actually feed an additional 4 billion humans if we switch the crops that we currently grow mm. to um, be fed directly to humans instead of to animals that's amazing i know it was it, and i feel like this is something that we you know if you care veganism doesn't only care about animals it also cares about people yeah i mean if the world switched to a vegan diet we would actually be freeing up 75 percent of the agricultural land that's currently used for animal production insane this land could then be used to grow crops directly for human consumption, which would actually increase global food supply by 70%. That's huge. Yeah. The fact that we can actually solve world hunger and like feed so many people. It's such an inefficient food supply that we have right now, food exactly. system that we have, yeah. where we're growing all these crops for animals and we're only getting like 20%, I think it's like 80% of the current um, use of animal agriculture is going for animal products mm. that are only giving us 20% of our calories. So yes. if we actually switch to plant-based, we can feed so many more people. Exactly. So veganism cares about people too. So if you care about people, if you care about the environment, if you care about health, if you care about the animals, hello, then... But wait, Farah, there's reason. one more important thing you're forgetting. What am I forgetting? That plants have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but if if you want to argue with me that plants have feelings, then veganism is still the right way to go about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if anyone ever gets this argument, then they have to um, tell them that veganism is still the best way. Maybe you want to explain a little bit more why? Well, yeah, okay, guys, if anyone says to you that plants have feelings, just remember, number one, plants do not have a central nervous system. Of so course. they do not experience pain in the same way that animals do. Um, and animals experience pain in the same way that we do. Yeah. But let's assume that plants did feel pain. Um, ultimately, uh, most of the world's plants, as we just uh, noted, exactly. are actually fed to animals that we breed into existence to begin with. So if we weren't breeding those animals into existence, we don't need to give most of the world's plants yeah. to those animals which means we could grow the plants for ourselves which means we're using less plants which means if you care about plants so much then that is you minimizing harm yes so, sorry exactly <laughs> <laughs> so even if you do really strictly want to believe that even though there's no scientific data to back that up exactly you can still uh, consume you'll be uh you'll you can rest be rest assured that you know a vegan diet still you know harms less plants Absolutely. And I think that's ultimately what it's all about. It's Less choosing to be plant-based, choosing to be vegan. It's all about just being as light-footed as possible on this earth and yeah. causing the most minimal harm that we can. Yeah. Especially when we are in a privileged position of choice. I agree. Which most of us are. Exactly. Exactly. If we have the choice and we're not asking everyone to be vegan, we're asking those who can be vegan to make that choice that minimizes the harm. Yeah. 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 
100%. So thank you, Farah. Thank you, For Amy. another coming together of our yeah. podcasts, Farah Vegan and Kindness with Amy, I once again, it. celebrating yes. World Vegan Day, yeah. talking about why we're vegan. And um, if you guys have any other questions, please do shoot them to us. We love talking about everything, debunking myths especially. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. So happy World Vegan Day to everyone. And let's keep celebrating veganism now and forever. Bye, guys. See you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into the All the Cool Kids Are Vegan podcast. I hope to see you soon. If you want to stay updated for upcoming episodes, please follow me at Vegan on Instagram or follow the podcast channel at All the Cool Kids Are Vegan on Instagram as well. And I will see you soon. <laughs>